You're now listening to the Limerick Post News Roundup. I'm your host, Keaton Reinhardt, and this is where we bring you the week's news in bite-sized portions. And on page one of this week's newspaper, uh, David Raleigh reports that UL will not charge rent for the arena. Despite its serious financial difficulties, the University of Limerick will not be charging the HSE for use of the university's sports arena as a temporary hospital, the Limerick Post has learned. The arena has been transformed into a 1 million euro field hospital to treat non-COVID patients and free up bed capacity at University Hospital Limerick. This Wednesday, there were 37 patients on trolleys at UHL, including 22 in the emergency department and 15 on wards, the highest number of all the country's hospitals. The cost of the preparation of the facility, which included elements like suitable flooring, more hand-washing facilities, introducing pharmacy, waste and therapy areas was met by UHL and HSE, a spokesperson has said. The initial agreement with University Hospital Limerick is for the facility to be there until September with no payment to UL. However, there is an extension facility to keep the ICF at the UL Sport Arena until November. If UHL uses this extension, there will be cost paid to UL from September to November to cover the use of utilities, but again, no rent will be charged, the UL spokesman said. And that story continues on page 6 of this week's Limerick Post newspaper. And also on page 1, a report puts city prison in spotlight, David Raleigh reports. A Victorian-era practice of prisoners having to slop out buckets of human faeces from their cells continues in Limerick Prison, despite it being condemned by the European Committee on the Prevention of Torture in 1993. There were 21 prisoners slopping out at the Mulgrave Street Jail on January 14, according to a report published by the Irish Prison Services this week. The term slopping out refers to prisoners who do not have access to a flush toilet and have to manually empty human waste from their cells. 153 Limerick prisoners were required to use a toilet in the presence of others, while only 55 Limerick prisoners had access to a toilet in private. Limerick and Port Leash are the only two prisons where inmates are forced to slop out their excrement. In Port Leash, 37 prisoners were slopping out. And that story is continued on page 4 of this week's Limerick Post. And over on LimerickPost.ie we report that the Limerick Pride 2020 festival will now take place online. Limerick Pride 2020 organisers have announced this year's festival will be held virtually due to the COVID-19 pandemic. The annual event that celebrates the LGBTQ plus community in Limerick and globally, which usually fills Limerick City's streets with a burst of colour and atmosphere in July, will now hold its festival online and is asking people to get involved in the series of events running from Monday, July 6th to Sunday, July 11th. And we caught up with Chairperson Lisa Daly about this year's festival. Um, this year, as you know, Limerick Pride Festival has been cancelled on the street due to COVID-19 but we're decided to go virtual this year online so that we could reach more people. And uh, in what way can people get involved this year? Lisa? Well, we're hoping from the community, we would like them to send us in short clips, um, just saying simple, happy Limer Pride message, just as simple as that, so that we can include you in our virtual parade. If you want to put your pictures, or like yourselves, family pets, the more colourful, the better for us. We want to include all this in a virtual parade, which will we take part on Saturday, July 11th at half two online. So we would really, really love it. If people sent us as much of the community as possible because we'll also be part of Pride Inside. 
so we'll be the opening on the Saturday for that event as well so we won't be just witnessed in Ireland um, this has gone global I think this is a fantastic opportunity for us to reach communities in rural areas that really aren't out to their families can't attend prides that we're actually reaching them in the safety of their own homes so we jumped on this opportunity now to try everything is new to us so we are really excited about trying to really show off Limerick for what it is so that's where we really need the community now to come in and be totally part of Limerick Pride this year virtually. And uh, one thing about Pride every year is it's accepting of everybody mm. and there are a lot of people getting involved in the Pride inside but uh, you mentioned rural Ireland there there wouldn't be as many supports for mm. the LGBT community in those areas. No and myself and uh, the chairperson of Kerry we had a three hour long phone call and it was about us being neighbours and it's never happened in the history of all these prides teaming up together and we had a three hour long discussion and it was about basically being neighbours and we should be teaming up together especially in this time when all of us you know they're a smaller pride than us and they wouldn't have the parade they were only coming back this year for the first time so we were speaking of like for instance the attacks like that for us the homophobic attacks in like abbey field for us with limerick and other areas around that normally we wouldn't be able to get our support through it so we're hoping that we can reach those people through their computers or you know and no matter what age they are and can still be a part of it and if they would like to be a part of our pride just send us a picture and you are a part of Limerick Pride 2020. And one thing with Limerick Pride is it always brightens up Limerick with colour and it's the colour that the city probably needs at the moment. Yeah, it was, but like, it's going to yeah. go virtual and light yeah. up everybody. <laughs> yeah, it was when we had to, we had basically nearly 90% of Pride done this year and I was delighted because I thought we're well ahead this year <laughs> so we can add more, more, more. So I just looked at it like that, but then with everything that's happened, we had to make the decision because we knew, we knew ourselves and event management into my thing anyway, so I knew it was going to affect something as big as Limer Pride Festival. So with that, we made the decision early. Some did think at the time it was a bit early, but I still think we made the right decision and we got a lot of positive feedback. So I have to thank everyone for that as well, for being so understanding. But with this, we looked at it as an opportunity. It was like we didn't want to, with the high of last year and being so big last year and the excitement, the positivity we received from it. We always wanted to build Pride each year bigger and better each year from it. So why let it drop this year? So this year is all a new experience, but I feel that we shouldn't be missing this opportunity to do something and bring some happiness and life and the rainbow into people's households <laughs> now. <laughs> Lisa, thanks very much. No problem and happy Pride. And on this week's Limerick Post show, Megan Scully caught up with Ethan Irene and Zara Daly, two members of Limerick Kowarlan and Oog, and they told us about the Not Around Us Smoke Free Limerick campaign, for which the group were awarded a gold medal by the World Health Organisation for this year's World No Tobacco Day Awards. It's Limerick Post show with me, Megan Scully, and delighted now to be joined by Zara Daly and Ethan Irene. How are you? Good, doing well. First thing I have to say is Cahorlicus, massive congratulations for winning a gold WHO award, which we're going to get to very, very shortly. You're both members of Coral and Nogue in Limerick. And um, before we get into it, can you tell us what is Coral and Nogue and what exactly do you do? Well, um, Coral and Nogue is Limerick's youth council. There is one Coral and Nogue for every local authority in Ireland. So there's 31 of us, is that, is that right? Have I got that number right? Yeah, I think um, so. Yeah. Um, 
So basically we take one topic every year and we work on that, but we're also usually invited um, to be part of different committees to give a, a youth perspective. So we're kind of, we represent the youth of Limerick. Absolutely incredible. Now, Zara, can you tell us about the Not Around Us campaign? Um, so the campaign me and Aoife got involved with, we were asked to sit in on uh, a few meetings and steering committees to explain kind of how we feel about the issue, give our opinions and input on signage and what we thought would be like the main focus of the campaign. So we, um, the signage that was put up was put up in playgrounds and areas that we thought children would like be around. So the whole slogan, not around us, was they don't want the children smoking around, like they don't want the adults smoking around the children. It's such an incredible campaign as well. And I think it's such a great idea and encouraging people, I suppose, to maybe quit smoking, as you said, not to smoke around children because, you know, it's obviously a health issue as well. Now, your work on it got you a gold award with the WHO, the World Health Organization. Absolutely incredible achievement. Um, Aoife, tell me about the award and uh, about the ceremony. Well, the ceremony was pretty wild. Um, it's one of the coolest things I've ever been involved in. Um, I was accepting an award like after the Minister of Health from Armenia, which was pretty insane. So it just it's it's incredible to get recognition from such an important organization and especially for a local project like it, this is the project that's like was made just for Limerick and obviously we're expanding now but like it started just in Limerick so to get acknowledgement from a national an international organization is incredible so it's like it's a huge like it's just it's huge for us and it gives us like a lot of especially for corners across the country because sometimes a lot, a lot of people know that we're here and that like you know we're a resource that's available so hopefully this will give some like marketing for Corla as well like that people will now notice that like we're there and people can use us as a resource. It's such an amazing resource as well and as you mentioned there it's international recognition for Corla Nog but I said you put Limerick on the map as well. So Zara for anyone that wants to get involved in Corla Nog how does that happen? Uh, so once a year we have an AGM and it's usually in like late October just before midterm uh, and we'd invite people from like different schools across Limerick city and county and then students would come they'd engage in different activities for the day so we'd kind of get a feel we'd get like a feel for um, people's opinions and they'd get to meet people from other schools and discuss um, and debate issues with them and then at the end of the day if people want to apply to be in Corla, they put their name down on a sheet and we have um, interviews about a month later. It's absolutely incredible. Um, Aoife, obviously things are different now. You haven't been able to meet up in the, the way that you used to due to the whole lockdown and COVID-19 situation. Do you have any idea when you'll all get to be able to get together again? Um, that's actually something that we were only discussing just yesterday. So we're hoping that we'll be able to get back to meet together in smaller groups at some point before the end of the year. Um, obviously it will pose some difficulties and um, because like it'll probably be around the same time that we're allowed back to, into schools because it is quite similar um, but we're hoping that we can still hold an AGM whether it be online or like in, with a smaller group or two smaller groups in person but we're not really sure at the moment it, everything's kind of still up in the air but we're still working really hard at home we're having just as many meetings I'd say even more to be honest we're <laughs> So like we're doing a lot of work from home and everything's still going well with our project for this year with our um, mental health is our topic this year so we're still working really hard so 
brilliant. I know mental health is, is something that we all need to be talking about. Zara, for Corlinog um, on social media, what, where can we find it? Okay, so we have um, a Limerick Corlinog uh, Instagram account. And it's just the Limerick Corlinog. And every day, well, every day for a while, they used to put up uh, different things to like entertain people during quarantine. So some people put up videos of um, them baking or exercising just to like have new content to maybe give people ideas to keep them busy. And then if we have something that we're involved with, like the the award that we won for the Not Around Us campaign, they put it up on um, the Instagram and just to let people know what we're doing. It's absolutely incredible. Ethan Irene and Zara Daly, thank you so much for trying just the Limer Post. Again, Cahorthicus are winning a gold WHO award. It's absolutely incredible. And I cannot wait to see you again. And hopefully the next time you're all able to have a meeting together, we'll come along and meet you all in person. Lovely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So that's it for this week's Limerick Post News Roundup. I'm your host, Keen Reinhardt. For more news, sports, arts, entertainment and much, much more, you can visit limerickpost.ie or pick up a copy of this week's Limerick Post newspaper. To keep up to date with all Limerick news, you can follow the hashtag Keeping Limerick Posted across all social media channels. We really are keeping Limerick posted.